Hello, this is Chats Over Coffee with my yoga teacher, which is a podcast where a comedian talks to his yoga teacher and vice versa, because she talks back. Um, anyway, thanks for finding this, stumbling across it, or being a repeated listener. Let's Let's just get straight to the show, shall we? Here it is. So one thing I was thinking, Mike, you know birds? Uh, I do know of birds, yes, that fly yeah, in yeah, the sky. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know okay. you're an aficionado of nature, so you can you know, <laughs> identify large species of, of animals, if not individuals. <laughs> so birds are actually descended from dinosaurs, aren't they? Right. You knew that? I, yeah, I knew that, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure that rings a bell, yeah. So I thought if a bird actually met a dinosaur... That's a real generational divide there, isn't it, between birds and dinosaurs? Do you think the dinosaurs are kind of like, need to toughen up birds and the bird, and they see, like, the, they see the birds as being like sort of wokey snowflakes, sort of like, <laughs> like what are all these coloured feathers about, you know? And, but the, the birds will see like the dinosaurs as being these like Neanderthal-y sort of gammons, that, like, just believe in brute strength or like harking back to the old days when they used to have like the empire of dinosaurs and stuff (laughs) if jurassic park ever actually took place i'd like to see that 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 connection between birds and (laughs) a bit of conflict you know that's a real that's a real generational divide you know yeah like like, like our one but it's more pronounced (laughs) that won't work on stage i can guarantee you that Last days of summer, you get to this time of year and everyone, and ever it's been a nice day and then the next day is average, this is the time of year when British people go, well, that's the summer over. Yep. <laughs> that's what they say. Something's mm. flying around you, isn't it? Can you see it? Or yeah. is it, you're just watching my eyes? No, oh, yeah. No, it's, 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 right. it's just a little bug, just a little fly or something. I'm a, uh, I did, um, there was a, there was a, so it, a more sinister bug. Wa- yeah, it was a wasp. It flew in and flew out. This is just going to be a commentary on various insects going past your face, isn't it? <laughs> You're going to have yeah. to resist the urge to comment on bugs flying around me. Yeah, it's just <laughs> turned into Attenborough, isn't it? Um, do, you, do you know what? Um, you know, you said recently that you didn't like horror films. Yeah. I tend to agree with that. Okay. But I do think... The, the film The Fly, the Cronenberg version, because mm. you've just seen The Fly, that is fantastic. That's one of... I think I saw half of that. I think I saw the last half. I don't it's know so if I can remember to the watch, beginning. But it is really awful. It's disgusting, it. isn't it? It's Absolutely. really gross, yeah. 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 But it is fantastic, I, I think. Is that but classed as a horror film? I would say probably. Well, I what, mean, it's a bit scary, but is it not a bit more like, like mind-bending rather than... Because like... I always imagine a psychological yeah. horror, though. That's what they'd say, wouldn't they? I don't know. I feel like sometimes horror films usually affect, like, like there's that potential to leave you scared. Like that could happen to you. Whereas no one's going to go through a portal and end up mixed with a fly. Like that's not. <laughs> no one's trying that right now. <laughs> no, well, um, the Chinese government maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Area Fifty One anyway. or something. Who knows? But. <laughs> Yeah, but it's not what yeah. that that's going to happen to you. It's the whole thing, like like he knows that he's like doomed and stuff yeah. and changing and things. So it's kind of a metaphorical, almost like disease mm-hmm. or mortality and stuff. It's really, it's a really mm-hmm. great mm-hmm. film, I think. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. I tried to write a joke about it once. It didn't work. Uh, like a, about an outtake room where he just like because he's turning into a fly. There's an outtake where he's like 
stood by the window and is confused. Doesn't know how to get out. <laughs> you could do a take outtake where he just runs into the glass over yeah, and yeah, over yeah. again. <laughs> they should have had that in the film, they shouldn't they? That should have definitely, that, yeah. yeah, just a bit of, yeah. you know, it's because it's so it's so bleak that, yeah. that it just would have been great for a bit of light relief. <laughs> but anyways. Oh dear. No, I did hear that. Yeah, that's a play. That's a shame. That's a good line, though. I should be able to hear it. You should, you should be able to catch that. Yeah, I'd be able to. I could do another loud laugh once it leaves, and then you can splice that in. Tell you what you should do. You should, you should just do like a backlog of loads and loads of laughs, and I just can edit <laughs> them in. So whenever I say anything, really, that doesn't yeah, get anything you want to laugh so, on, you just be like, yeah, I'll just put yeah. her laugh in there. That was better at impressions. Like whenever I needed to like um, get. An, an extra line out of you. Like, if I was a good impression, I could just do it myself. Yeah, be... then you, you know what? Then you, I just, I, you don't even need me. I'll just leave. It'd just be me saying, "Oh yeah, I agree with everything you said," <laughs> yeah. and you're such a good comedian as well. <laughs> yeah. Which you can't tell me because you never see me do comedy. Have you? So you can't nope. really say. Which I always feel like is a is a. I'm not always very happy with that balance because because you always tell me I'm a really good teacher. Yeah, yeah, but you can't. Reciprocate that, can you really? Well, I, I like the things that I do see. You're going to hold that over me, aren't you, for a long time? I'll never tell anything. Yeah, like one see. time, at some point in the future, when we're both really old, I'm yeah. going to be like, you know what, Peter, you're a pretty good comedian, aren't you? And you're going to be like, oh, she said it. And then I'll die <laughs> immediately yeah. after that, yeah. That will be what keeps me alive, just wanting to Just waiting to for me to say it. I need to be validated. I mean, I wouldn't like. I'm, I pretend that I don't. You know, it's nice to know that you. You know, every so often. Yeah. But oh, I don't know. Um, so I started teaching a, f- a free class, uh, chair yoga on mm. Mondays at lunchtime, and I had someone come, and she was what you would expect someone who was coming to a chair yoga class. You know, like a little bit like worried about falling over and balance and stuff like that. So not wanting to go to like a proper class. And then afterwards, she made a point to send me an email and tell me how good the class was and how, how it made her feel and how she felt like really like positive and enthusiastic like the rest of the day. And it was like, oh, like, I just felt mm. like it was really nice. But like, I wouldn't have thought twice about it if she hadn't emailed. Like, I wouldn't have, wouldn't have crossed my mind. Like, I would have been like, yeah, she seemed to enjoy it. That's that. But she actually made a point to send me an email and tell me how much she liked it. It was like, oh, that's really nice. So it's like the validation is nice, but you, you don't need necessarily it well. need it. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> if no one ever told you, you'd sort of wonder, you'd wonder whether you'd start what you to would wonder, do. wouldn't you? You would, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, the, the difference with like, I mean, I, I gauge how well I'm doing by if people are laughing or not, or if they've clapped yeah. at the end. I suppose, whereas we don't do that for. After each pose, we don't go, oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well <laughs> no. done, Kayla. Well done. Yeah, That's a yeah. great warrior, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you get the live feedback in the same way. But Oh, what uh, did you think of uh, last night's class? Yeah, it's all right, I think. I was very self-conscious of being the only one there. It was all right. Just because I thought, um, I must cover the whole screen of you. Of my giant TV. Yeah, I didn't like that. I shouldn't complain. I'm really on TV. So <laughs> there you go. You're on my TV. But I'm glad. I'm glad it was all right. It wasn't. Yeah, it's fine. I haven't I was been just to a live to... one for a bit. So yeah, because um, of my busy schedule. So I feel like I kind of got into not a rut, but a little bit of like 
it's quite comfortable doing like your warriors in reverse and warriors in reverse. Like when you do a sun salutation, it's lovely to do a sun salutation, but you wouldn't normally fill a whole class with just sun salutations. So I kind of felt like, am I getting into a little bit of a rut here? Do I need to mix it up a bit? I thought that <laughs> maybe you had freshened a few things up recently. Because mm. I think you've been really on form the last couple of weeks. If that makes sense. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, I think, I, I, and I wondered whether that, that's just in contrast to maybe you sort of just going through the motions a bit a few weeks before not they're bad or anything but maybe if you've made a conscious effort to mix things up a bit i think like with any expression you know i want to say art but you know we say like dance is art and and you know to some extent you're an artist now are you no i'm just saying i think like with any expression and it's really easy to fall into a repetitive kind of safe zone and you it's like yes i know this i know people can do it i know how to talk, how to explain this to people, what I'm going to say. If you if you want to come into a new area, it requires a little bit more uh, inspiration. Like, if you don't have any inspiration, you'll just end up sticking with what, you know, old faithful or whatever. It's like, yeah, I know this. I know this works. I'm going to go back to this. We're just going to do this. This is good. And everybody will most likely be happy with it. And in the end of the class, the point is that they've moved around and they've enjoyed it. But if you don't feel inspired to really stretch or reach out in a way like that for what you're teaching or what you're trying to teach, then it won't be there. And to some extent, especially if students know you well, they'll know when you're not feeling inspired and when you're feeling really inspired. That's not to say I don't like teaching. I always like teaching. I always enjoy getting up and teaching. But some days you feel more inspired to write a really new, intricate, somewhat different kind of class than you might have written couple weeks ago or something when you were feeling a bit dreary or whatever <laughs> yeah so i wasn't i wasn't downplaying several weeks back oh no i didn't but i would say i kind of tell as maybe a bit more mm. i don't know you just felt better i mean it depends because mm. you've got to get up and do that however you feel on the day haven't yeah. you and yeah. i've got to do I, I do a similar thing mm. you know so sometimes you're not absolutely feeling it but you're still doing it and it's always good to mix that when i've got a new bit that mm. starts working that's when i feel good on mm. so but if you're just doing the same old 20 minute set you, you do go through the motions or phone it in yeah. as they say and uh, some people seem to be quite happy to do that and just to deliver the same 20 minutes that they've had for 25 years but i can't do that because i just go nuts and to be honest there's a whole sect of yoga that does that you know, any Ashtanga, uh, Bikram, they're literally set, 27 set poses. That's it. You just do them every time, over and over and over again. Every time you go to a class, you know exactly what you're going to get. That's your club set. So there you go. So <laughs> if you wanted you to, you could do something like that. And that would, you would be a teacher. And that was, you would teach those same things over and over again. And yeah, you might add little tweaks here and there or mix it up with a twist or something like that, you know. But like, for the most part, it is the same thing over and over and over again. Whereas I never teach like that. And I've never thought that was very inspired <laughs> not that i'm saying that it doesn't have a place in the world but you know that's just not my like you were saying you just get bored when you it's one of the things of starting doing comedy again after the pandemic you're just like oh i've got to do old stuff again like <laughs> because you your new stuff you haven't done in front of people so you can't go straight yeah. to a weekend audience and go oh well, i've just written this stuff about the sort of nonsense i end up right i mean most stuff i was absolutely it's just too obtuse. I'm not saying I'm, it doesn't mean I'm clever. It just means I'm trying yeah. something and it doesn't work. You know? Yeah, it's just yeah. But so, so it's it's about throwing weird stuff at the wall, and sometimes something will 
stick mm. and it's usually surprising whatever it is mm. usually the thing that you don't expect but do you, when you do when you plan a class do you do like uh, you do this it's, it's weird it's like planning a comedy set isn't it like you start the same to mm. get everybody on board i often start the same to get everybody on board and then you sort of vary it a little bit depending on what the crowd are like it's, it is the same sort of it's thing, very similar it? if you yeah, put it, it like really that similar. yeah yeah but the only thing is that what i do is that obviously if i've got 20 minutes and there's a lot of laughter i don't have to do so many jokes but <laughs> i think you probably still have to i mean do you ever do like a, a yoga set and find that you're running over and then you can drop a bit or yeah all the time Oh, right, okay. oh yeah all my class plans i plan stuff and i think oh my god that's half an hour what am i gonna do right bruce it up a bit <laughs> improv because <laughs> i didn't plan enough here or the other way around you know where you where you uh plan too much and then you think right we have to drop all that because that's not gonna fit in and then you just <laughs> i don't know how it happens but i think it has to do with like how much i need to explain so it varies so some days if it's if it's people that like you and really quite proficient you know what you're doing i don't explain very much i can get through See, that's the nicest thing you've ever said about me though so. <laughs> <laughs> i can get through a lot more poses because i don't have to explain them as much or i you know if someone if i stand up and someone is actually doing it wrong i will take the time to explain it suppose if someone does something wrong yeah it does interrupt doesn't it yeah so it's yeah. like getting a heckler in some ways like, <laughs> you need or need to tell someone to shut up just like you know yeah there you yeah. go but another thing as well is sometimes if I can tell that people are tired or hot, I might stop early and have a longer yeah. shavasana or something, a longer rest. So you're reading the room. That's what we call it. See? Yeah. yeah. There you go. The other day, I had I had one of the nicest, like, kind of improv sessions, if you want to call it that, because I've been teaching this corporate class now online for over a year. Someone mentioned the other day that they wouldn't mind trying Wild Thing because it'd been a while since they'd done it. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then I kind of said like, well, the reason why I don't do Wild Thing is because I'm against a wall because the wall is in the way. (laughs) So um, she was saying about wanting to do Wild Thing and I was saying, oh, and I mentioned about, oh, I haven't, I tend to plan that in because of needing to really think about directional things and the wall behind me and stuff. But I thought, you know what? Yeah, let's go for it. Let's plan it in. And then while I did the class, I thought, right, what does Wild Thing do? Makes and your heart sing. That's <laughs> yeah, there you go. So I was waiting for say that. I was just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and then. That is the lyric, isn't it? I can't yeah, I think, anyway, so. yeah I think so. <laughs> and then I thought, right, okay, how would I want to warm up for that pose? So then the whole 45 minute class was basically wrapped around warming up and stretching and strengthening with the intention of taking this wild thing and then the wild thing being like the height of the class or the main point and then the rest like the last few you know five ten minutes of class was around cooling down and releasing the muscles that might have been used during something like that during all that warm-up so it's actually like really like i found that really good inspiration like that was really fun to try to do on the spot so i i I felt like you know, it, it doesn't have to be like mystical inspiration. Like I quite like it when people just ask me for things, and then it's like, oh yeah, okay, let's go for that. Wild thing doesn't sound like a doesn't sound very. Um, it sounds like a new word for it. It hasn't got a Sanskrit name, is it? No, uh, wild thing is no. made up. 
Yeah, it's not. Okay, so it's like a. Is it like a tikka masala or something? Then, like, it's actually a. Yeah, it probably has a name that someone has made up for it by now, but I'm pretty sure that it is a very recent addition to like the Poe's library, if you want to call it that. Yeah, yeah. like the Book of Mormon or something. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, do you want to talk about the actual things that you said? uh, The actual topic things. Yeah. Um, so did we say we I've might been talk about... for ages, which I'm sorry, I'm almost... No, I don't I'm mind. Apologizing for that, but, uh, do you want to say some stuff about knees? Because my focus classes have been recently focusing on the body. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. I think the knees are a funny one in terms of how joints are in general, because... Like every time we do our cat cows, I pretty much always say something along the lines of, you know, how good it is for joints to be moved. So especially in the spine, we don't move the spine very much. It's very quite easy in a normal modern day to go through the whole day and hardly move your spine at all like forward and backward and left and right. We tend not to have to lean. We don't tend to reach. We don't always round or or do back bends, especially back bends. I mean, how often do we do a back bend when we're not when we're just sat around or walking around. You're not going to stop under a tree and go, back bend, <laughs> you know, when you're on your walk. I mean, you can do, that'd be great. But but I don't know, it's just like, so we tend, I tend to emphasize that it's really good for joints to be moved. But I kind of feel like the one exception is probably the knees because we move them so much and they also take our weight, which, which is fine. You know, they've got lots of tendons around the knees, which help uh, distribute the weight. But I feel like, when we go to a yoga class that's focused around knees, I feel like it's more like, how can I be more gentle with my knees? <laughs> Rather than like, oh, I'm going to, I don't know, exercise my knees. Like you don't need, <laughs> they don't need that. They get that just walking into the building. They're fine. <laughs> and then there's a lot more emphasis on like making sure that there's your knee safety in your practice as well. So something that I see a lot, which is very common and not necessarily a bad thing, it just happens, is a little bit of an imbalance when you come into your warrior postures or your crescent high lunge or any of those postures where your front leg is quite far forward, your back leg is really back there, and that front knee is supposed to be over the ankle and then it's just not. It's dropped in or something like that. And then that puts a lot of pressure because you have two kind of like bony bits that come from the top of the leg that meet the bottom of the leg and then the kneecap kind of sits on top. And then obviously there's lots of things in between to make it a joint. But those two bony bits, they want to take the weight evenly. You don't want to, you don't want to press into one side of that bone. You want to press evenly so that the weight is going straight down through both parts of the knee, down through to the ankle. Uh, so keeping the knee right over the ankle is a really good way to make sure that happens. So you're not slowly wearing out one side of the knee or something. And then there's the fact that we always think of our knee as a hinge joint, which technically I think it is considered a hinge joint, but it's not really, not properly. It's not like a door because uh, when we bend our knee, it can move left and right. Is that, what's that dance where you put your hands on your knees and they swap them from side to side and the knees go out and about? Oh, I don't know. Didn't is that like the bee's ho- knees? Lily hopping or something? Lily like hopping. Oh, no, it's not lily I almost wanted to say the Charleston, but I think that's different. I think you're kicking what's your legs the back mashed, the What's the mashed potato? Mashed potato. I have no idea. Oh, I Why that do these up? dancers it's... have ridiculous names? This is going to come up in the 30s or something. When all we had was mashed potatoes. For, you know, I suppose enough to YouTube it or something. People doing yeah. mash, the mashed potato, but I just sort of think, is that like, well, whatever looking that like you're mashing potato or something? Oh. I don't know. It's, it's... 
Well, that dance where you put your hands on your knees and then you swap them back and forth and the knees go out and left and right. Well, you know, that dance, that's only possible because when you bend the knees, the knees can go left and right. So they're not just a hinge joint. You can't, if you open the door, you can't all of a sudden move it up. It's not, that's a hinge joint. But the knees have a little bit more freedom than that, which is good. That means we can sit cross-legged. You wouldn't be able to sit cross-legged if you couldn't, if the knee didn't bend at all in that way. But it also means like when the knee is bent, it's more prone to injury. So it just means that like when you go to take a balance pose, a lot of teachers teach that to safely take the pose, you need to bend the knee bend your standing knee. And they always say things like, oh, I know it doesn't look good. It won't look good on Instagram if your knee is bent. And it's like, well, even if you really didn't care about that, I would say, choose. As long as you've made it a choice, it's fine. Your knee can be bent. You'll feel all the muscles in the leg engage, especially the ones around the knee. And that can be protective because you're strengthening those muscles and you're really getting something out of it. But if you feel super wobbly and you think you might actually really kind of fall out of the pose as in need to put your other leg down and you're wobbling and you're going everywhere, then maybe lock the leg straight because it's less likely you'll twist the knee coming out of the pose unexpectedly. As long as you are happy with what you're doing and you've made it a choice, then it's probably okay. And then you can make that choice every time you go to the yoga mat. You know, even in a fast class when you're doing your flows and stuff, you can decide what your knee's like and using padding under the knees so you don't get little bruised kneecaps and stuff, which I, I'm afraid I just did on Monday because I thought, no, this floor isn't hard and now I've got little red knees (laughs) because the floor was hard. So these, mm. the bits around, the, obviously the knees don't have muscles, do they? Like the knee, but, but you, you, so hang on. The, Try so again. <laughs> the muscles around the knee, right? Uh-huh. So right? And so if those are strengthened, you're less likely to damage your knees? Is that, um, did you say that? Or did I misinterpret that? Uh, there's potential. I would say that... Um, like how, you do you can... stop, how do you stop your knees? Because you know, like, you know, I was running for a bit. Sometimes mm-hmm. my knee wouldn't be wouldn't feel quite. I wasn't confident on one of my knees when I was running, and I hear that if you run, sometimes it's quite bad for your knees. Yeah. So people put those things on their knees, don't they? The, the, the strapping and stuff. Yeah. Um, or those like you know you've seen them, not like strapping, but like a actual like some sort of. It's got a little like, hole for the knee. Like cap, yeah, like it? a yeah. like you've put a big like a sock. A sock. Like yeah. you've put your sock on, but you've accidentally ripped. But you've brought it all the way up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so could you do like why? I don't know. So do you know why you get problems with your knees if you like run sometimes, and if doing some sort of knee exercise yoga type things would help complement you so that you don't have problems with your knees yeah so i would say that yoga can definitely help with knee problems and at the very least it can just make you very self-aware of the problems that you may have and how you can not make that worse so like if you like to sit with your feet Like if you like to sit on your feet or cross your legs a lot, that has the potential to make any issues with your knees worse. And as as you become more and more aware, maybe you'll stop doing that kind of little habit or something like that. In terms of like wearing the knee sock, I don't know what it's called. (laughs) In terms of wearing that, (laughs) um, I would say like to some extent, yes. If your knees aren't, if the muscles near the knees and around the knees and, and they tend to separate them out, but very 
tight groups of muscles but like there's little there's a little teardrop shaped muscle on the inside of the leg near the knee that one needs to be strong to help uh, the knee but as with anything you can overdo it you can over strengthen the knees and that could make them stiff and then on top of that as well there are certain movements where the knees aren't necessarily going to be fully the right muscles aren't necessarily going to be fully engaged so I think sometimes with sports they tend to wear things like the knee sock to help support so the muscles stay supported even when those muscles might not necessarily be switched on or helping now that not, might not be the case for running well i was just thinking with running because well, you if your leg is in the air and then you land on it is that the thing is it the impact that causes the problem so i wouldn't say that impact really causes much problem with muscles unless i'm missing something quite serious uh obviously pain in your knee caused by running is going to be joint related so the meniscus and the bursa and the actual parts of the joint that make up, you know, the 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 joint connecting with the the bo- two bones connecting, they need to have padding in between. And the more you bang that when you're running, the more likely that padding is going to wear down faster. And if you're not hydrated, if you've not drunk enough, if you've not stretched or warmed up the muscles so that they're ready to support you, can that can all make it worse so that the effect on the knee doesn't, you know, your body doesn't bounce back as well. And they say like if you're, you're supposed to be able to press on your arm and then the, you know, if you're, if you're hydrated, that, that pressure will go away and the color will go away quite quickly. But if it lasts uh, for ages, then it's like, oh, you should be drinking more water because that should have gone. I'm it's kind of that. like where that. Am I, where am I pressing? I don't know, just anywhere. <laughs> anywhere on my arm? Yeah, you're just supposed to press and it goes white and then you count to like 10 and it should be gone by then because you should be hydrated enough that it will have pumped it away. Oh, I pumped it away really quickly then. Well, That's there you go. <laughs> I don't know barely, if that's a scientific thing. That's just something we used to do when I was younger. But I just think like it's it's the principle, the idea that if, if, you're, if you're quite healthy already, then your body will recover quickly from something. So that, that includes small things like banging the joints when you're running. But I think a lot of the time, a lot of people's imbalances can be due to muscle. So like making sure the muscle isn't too tight, is, isn't tighter on the outside than the inside and vice versa of the leg, you know, or of the knee. Um, but if you like running, I think a lot of the time the problems occur with 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 the actual joint itself which because we just use the knee so much it's not the kind of thing that you can just stop using for a few hours unless you want to become a couch potato for a few hours or something and that's fine (laughs) i'm all up for that but (laughs) but practically wise you normally have gotten up at least to go to the loo and if not you probably need more hydration I don't really like my knees very much. Though. You don't like your knees? What, the look of nah. them? No, because I, I don't like wearing shorts outside because people might see my... To be honest, I don't look at people's knees very often, but... My... I was going to say, is this a thing? Do people knob... judge people based on knee shape? Well, I don't know, because <laughs> you know like when you're a kid and you, you, I don't know, in the Beano or something, they have like knobbly knee competitions and stuff like that. So you just... <laughs> I was growing up thinking that there's a lot of stigma attached to having knobbly knees, but no one has ever said it to me. Is, it, is that not just because knobbly and knee just both sound mm, so they're just they're an alliteration, so people just use it because it's an alliteration and it's fun to say, knobbly knees? Maybe, but I don't know. I felt like I was... Maybe maybe my knees are not knobblier than <laughs> other people's knees, but uh, is, do they feel like they're knobbly? I mean... Yeah. Knees are 
they have a knobble on them anyway, aren't they? By the very nature of the fact that they've got like a, the kneecap is like a knobble, isn't it? So why how knobbly have your knees got to be for it to become something that people go fuck me? Look at that guy's knees. Yeah. <laughs> look at his knobbly knees. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Oh, I don't know. Dear. I don't know. I don't think I've ever thought about people's knobbly knees. Well, you're. Uh, I don't know. It's a, maybe it's a British thing because I'm sure they used to have like knobbly knee contests by the seaside or something like that. Like. <laughs> In like you know, before we could travel abroad or something, that'd be our like before Miss World. We, yeah, <laughs> we had yeah. The before nobbly, Miss World, we had, we had the nobbly knee competition. Yeah, so. Oh man, I don't know. I've got. I'm not really bothered about that kind of thing. It's not really bothered me. I've never really thought about it, but I do. I am conscious that my kneecaps are quite small. You mean the opposite of nobbly? Well, I don't know because I'm. I'm not sure if nobbly is the right word, but my kneecap itself, like it's, it's like maybe an inch. From top to bottom, All right. the actual kneecap itself. So you think that's too small? I don't know. I just feel like it's a bit small. And when I straighten my leg out, and when I straighten my leg out flat, and I relax my leg, my kneecap goes all over the place. And I don't know anyone else who's got a kneecap that moves around as much as mine. It can go everywhere. I'm not embarrassed by my knees. I'm never. I'm not bothered by them. But I do think, like, I do sometimes wonder if my knees quite, aren't quite normal. <laughs> Because it's not something you tend to compare with very often. And I do think like, oh, I have problems with my knees, slide, like my kneecap sliding around, which is why I mention it in my yoga classes so much. You know, use a blanket, use cushioning, keep your toes curled on the back leg, even when the knee is down, because you want to keep the muscles engaged so the kneecap doesn't slide around, because that's just another way of uh, ripping and tearing do things. That. Mm, that's the interesting. The kneecap slides, definitely. That's one, one thing that on the... On our YouTube with you know your your rival cheater, Adrian. Rival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're a rival like I'm a rival to like a successful comedian, <laughs> I suppose. Uh, like I'm a rival to Jimmy Carr or something. Like, like, I think he's my rival, but he's just like who who's that? Who? <laughs> like, who? Yeah, but she's always like doing these. You know, like, you do a. Oh, what do you call like it? A like, lunge, like a low lunge, but like a low lunge, but your knees down. on the floor, and you don't have your. Well, if you don't have your toes underneath, it, I don't like it. I feel like I it's really uncomfortable. That. Yeah, I don't think that's very safe for the knee. I think that um, really healthy people do that because they don't realize that knees can be quite picky. Well, she will be. One I of them, say over and over and over. If you if when you step back, unless you absolutely cannot leave your knee off the mat take leave it up don't put it down i know it's hard i know it's hard work but do it because that is better for your knee than trying to put it down and be all like you know all over the knee it's you can even leave it bent you don't have to straighten the leg but just keeping it off the floor is just a little bit nicer for the knee so is that all the knee stuff i do think that kind of covers everything to do with knees oh good well that's that's knees then let's never let's never discuss knees again Thanks for listening. Um, yeah. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, hope that was all right. Um, as ever, if you enjoy the show, we're very grateful for you telling other people about it or, you know, you can whack us a nice review on iTunes or something like that if you want. And we're on social media as well. If you check the show notes, you'll find the links to all of our sort of social media platform like where we are on that. And we'll see you in two weeks where I forget what we're talking about, but it's definitely something. There'll definitely be an episode. Oh god, I should have done some I should have done some research here. There's something about wasps. See you then maybe. Hope so.